In this Upper Room Zoom podcast, Pastor Kyle and guest Lynn Elliott discuss navigating uncertainty with God's promises. We hope you enjoy this podcast offering from Anniston First United Methodist Church. Good morning. I want to go ahead and get started today. I want to welcome everyone to our Wednesday Upper Room Zoom. Today we have with us Lynn Elliott, who is a friend of mine. I, I consider her to be a friend of mine, one of my favorite people. Um, longtime member of Aniston First, member of our Aniston Bar Church Band, retired educator. What other wonderful accomplishments do you have that I should list this morning, Lynn? Oh, I have two beautiful, wonderful, faithful children. Yep, that's right. So I'm glad that she's joining us this morning as we talk about uncertainty and God's promises in uncertainty, which seems incredibly appropriate for the time and the season that we're in. Um, but that doesn't mean it's going to be easy by any means. For those of you who are listening to this on podcast, I um, hope you will enjoy this session um, later when you're able to listen to it. I want to begin our time together by reading our scripture this morning from Psalm 36, chapter, excuse me, Psalm chapter 36, verses 5 through 9. But your loyal love, Lord, extends to the skies. Your faithfulness reaches the clouds. Your righteousness is like the strongest mountains. Your justice is like the deepest sea. Lord, you save both humans and animals. Your faithful love is priceless, God. Humanity finds refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the bounty of your house. You let them drink from your river of pure joy. Within you is the spring of life. In your light, we see light. Lynn, you you read this morning's devotion about uncertainty. What what were your thoughts just initially? Well, just as you've already said, obviously, I think everybody relates to the uncertainty of both uh, the COVID pandemic and our political uncertainty, no matter which side of the fence or if you straddle the fence, it doesn't really matter. We just don't know what to expect going forward. That was my first thought, not past, but present. Yeah. I think it it is certainly interesting because it feels as though we live in what is called a liminal space. And I know we talked about that before at Bar Church, but this liminal space is this time when something has ended and something new has not yet begun. Um, And it really does feel like we don't really have our bearings um, right now, you know, whether that's when we're thinking about what worship is going to look like um, at the church, what our country is going to look like, what, you know, for many of us, what our lives are going to look like as careers change and as they mold and shape into something differently in light of the increased usage of technology. So I think there's a lot of uncertainty and I I suspect (coughs) there's probably a great deal of anxiety among a lot of people as well, which makes me wonder, you know, how, how do you deal with uncertainty, Lynn? Like, what what are your go to um, practices? What are your strategies for dealing with first. Okay. Um, in the past, um, when I have not done that, I ended up relying on my own devices, and you know where that ends you up. Um, and as I've grown older, obviously with wisdom, prayer is the first. That's that's the go to. That's 
whether you get an immediate answer or you even don't even recognize the answer you got or whether you like the answer you got or you didn't like the answer you got, it doesn't really matter that there is some, there's a calming presence with that. No matter um, whether it's immediate, well, it is immediate for me. The, the calming, whether the answer is immediate is may not be there, but the calming presence is there. The practice of prayer is lowers the anxiety for you. I think that's a good, that's, that's helpful because I think so many of us, we get, we get caught, our brain gets caught in that, um, in that anxious state where we're um, the fight, the, the flight or the freeze, and it just gets trapped there, you know, and we're stuck in that anxious state And, and prayer has a way along with other practices, prayer has a way of, penetrating that loop that gets stuck in our brain and helps us think clearly many times. So our author talks about three points. Obviously it's the upper room, so it's pretty brief, but um, three, three promises rather um, that we can cling to in the midst of uncertainty. And I just kind of want to see what you think about this. Um, First, God's love is constant. Second, God's protection is certain. Third, we can count on God's provision. What, what do you think about those? What are you thinking about that? Um, probably, I think God's love is constant might be the most important. Simply because I think the other two fall underneath those. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you stray or you don't pray or you haven't called on God to help you, um, it doesn't matter how long. It's been, um, all you have to do is ask. Uh, and so that's what I've read into God's love is constant, that it it's always there, whether you recognize it or not, whether you call upon it or not, he is always, he will always love us. Yeah. Yeah. The, the verse, nothing can separate us from the love of God. I think it's in Romans, um, really comes to mind. Um, with that particular promise. Um, I will say the other ones, um, God's protection, God's provision, you know, for me are harder sometimes to appreciate, um, you know, especially in, in looking back over the last few months. Um, but I, I think even still, you know, I immediately go back to our accident, which is, you know, always at the forefront of our mind. And, and I can easily say, well, you know, God, if God was being God, God would have protected us. But, you know, we, God doesn't really work that way, you know, um, or at least that's not my experience of how God works. But when I take a step back and I look back on it, I can see other ways in which God was present with us in the midst of that accident throughout that evening and in the coming days. Um, and, and, you know, Liam will be the first one to tell anybody that we never felt you know, we never felt alone. So I think there's semantically some ways when we talk about provision and protection um, that we, you know, want to be careful about what we put on God. Cause uh, I know for some people, what can come to the forefront of their mind of God's protection, God's provision, well, God's just doing it all. God's controlling everything, you know, God's given us everything. And I think it's a longer view uh, of God and God's providence. Um, that God allows us to wander through the world and God's always there with us, but God's not like, you know, a puppet master or something like that. Um, so one of the practices that 
that when I, when I find myself in those um, moments of uncertainty is to look back historically on scripture and how God has been with the Israelites, how God was with Jesus, how God was with the early church, right? So there's this long view of God has historically been present with God's people. And if God was present with those people, God is going to be present with us as well. Um, and I've always found that to be, to be helpful. Um, so just, just kind of closing out our time together of the three promises, love, uh, provision, and was it presence? I think it was presence. Oh, protection, provision, protection, and love, which, which seems the most encouraging to you today, Lynn? What seems to be the most important? I think maybe you've kind of already hit on this, but maybe you want to take another swing at it too. Um, I did. I, I think the constant part is important, um, but I also want to tie into what you said because God also gives us free will, and that's why I think you can't blanket it, just like you said. Um, or if you're talking about provision or protection, anytime there's a major life decision to be made, um, oftentimes we have the free will to make that decision, uh, but it needs to be. God guided. Mm-hmm. Um, and often we don't get the answer we want. Like I, I, I thought back to all the times that um, I have a, a master's in administration. And I thought about all the times that I applied for an administration job and didn't get it. And at the time I thought that was what I really wanted to do. And um, obviously it, it meant uh, a better life for my family. And, um, and I didn't get any of those. Um, and I didn't blame God for that, um, but it was what I had asked for, and that was the path I had taken. And then uh, later, um, it was obvious to me, much later, um, and I just went on. It's not like I harbored any uh, resentment or hard feelings or anything like that, but um the answer was that he he knew far more than I that that was not where I needed to be, um, and I'm very thankful that I was not. Um, that was not where I was needed. That was not my forte, um, and I would have had to comp- God knew I was going to have to comp- I think God knew I was going to have to compromise some principles and values that I hold dear in order to keep a job like that. And I wouldn't have been willing to do that. So in retrospect Mm -hmm. and in short version of that, um, I think that while I was asking for guidance and I went that path, that was not the path God wanted me to be on. And ultimately that was, uh, he knew better than I did, obviously. So I think that is both protection and provision. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But I think those, again, fall under that God's love is constant. Yeah, I, I think it's hard. It's hard to lean into those promises for me in particular because it requires trust. God, trust is such a hard thing to give up because um, we like, myself in particular, I like to have my hands in everything and control everything and um, fix everything. And it's so difficult to relinquish that. To, to someone else, even if it's God, right? <laughs> it's so hard to relinquish that to God, um, knowing and trusting that God will figure out a way to sort through it. So, 
Well, Lynn, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And all of you who have joined us on Facebook Live, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Those that are listening to our podcast, hope this has been meaningful to you. And I look forward to sharing with you next Wednesday at 8 a.m. as well. I hope you all have a good day.